Hey everyone, and welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck. Uh, This past week we heard uh, from Pastor Doug, Omar, and Sawyer, and we heard about how God is Emmanuel, Mighty God, and how He is our Eternal Father. And a question that came up um, from when we were asking you guys to submit questions is, how does our Mighty God, our Everlasting Father, how does He heal some and not heal others? How does He make that choice? And so Pastor Chuck right now is going to talk about that. He's going to answer that question for you guys. And if anyone out there has another question you want us to answer, go ahead and email Pastor Chuck at chuck at crossroadschurch.com. Or you can even go on his Instagram and uh, message him there. And we would love to get a list of questions that we can start answering. But stay tuned for this question where Pastor Chuck answers, how does God uh, heal some and not others? Stay tuned. Hey, everybody, and welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck, and I'm really excited to be with you, even though I missed this last weekend, uh, because what happened is we took time to take our grandkids and spend time with them and love on them and and could not have had more fun. Um, But I also got to be a part of the online campus, which is a part of our church family that I love, and our church family is growing. Uh, For anybody who's out there that's single, uh, we are seeing a big singles community uh, come together. Uh, Tracy was at the singles event with us. Actually, you helped me launch that. Pam Mm -hmm. and I had a vision for it. Tracy was a part of it. And uh, Tracy, we had over 300 people show up. Did you love it? I thought it was incredible. It was super fun. And uh, we were hoping for 300. And then we're thinking, well, maybe it would be 250, but over 300 people. So it was incredible. Everyone made it just truly an awesome event. And a really good mix of people, Mm -hmm. like people from a really diverse group, but super uh, interactive. Um, Maria, who uh, somebody you know really well, Maria was saying the thing that stood out to her is how interactive everybody was. Like no one was off on their own. Mm -hmm. They were all meeting each other, talking, sharing. And then the worship. What do you think of the worship? John Allen's like my one of my favorites. I can't say he's my only favorite, but he's awesome. He did a great job and everyone was just really um, like into it. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're single, guess what? You haven't missed out because what we have, if you're 25 and up and you're single, we have a singles life group that starts on June 3rd, I think it is, Mm -hmm. uh, in our lobby. And it's, it's a bunch of different life groups meeting at the same time. So if you don't have a life group, you come, we'll put you at a table. You'll get to have great time together, but then everybody will meet everybody. Uh, and it's a great next step, uh, before we do another event later. So, um, but our family's growing, our family's growing in a cool way. Um, we have had some really incredible time hearing from different pastors like Doug Husen, uh, like Omar Garcia, like Sawyer McKenzie. Um, but in the midst of it, they didn't talk about something that as we all were meeting together, a question popped up. Now, um, Tracy actually put it out there that if you guys ever have a question and you want to get an answer to it, um, or at least my take on it, all you need to do is to email in uh, to chuck at crossroadschurch.com uh, or uh, what's your email, Tracy? Tracy at crossroadschurch.com or you can uh, mess- direct message Chuck on Instagram and we can get it that way. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be a really good way. So here's the question. Why is it, if God is all powerful, why is it, if God is mighty, uh, why is it, if God um, is able to do whatever he wants, why does he heal some people and not others? Uh, it, it, you know, we pray and pray for someone to be healed and it doesn't happen. Uh, and I would say, at least in my life, and I think the truth would probably be accurate to this, uh, there are probably more people I pray for and ask for them to be healed that aren't 
than are. Uh, by the way, I wanted to tell you that I've seen God heal. Um, I had a moment where a young dad had a uh, been actually had a heart uh, problem so severe that he was rushed to the hospital in emergency. Uh, Pam and I showed up, and his wife was standing in the lobby crying and not sure what to do with her two young boys. And uh, so they had told her it just didn't look good. Even at his age, his heart was pretty much done. Uh, they had already done a, um, uh, I don't know, I think it's an x-ray, but they had done an MRI or whatever on the heart. Uh, and they'd done some kind of testing and found out there was so much blockage that his heart was now not going to function and it had been damaged so badly they didn't think it could be repaired. So she was bracing to be ma uh, uh, to be someone without her husband, uh, to be a single mom, and and they weren't ready for that. So uh, we prayed for her, and then we all went upstairs, and I walked in, and man, this guy was awesome. You could see it was pale. You could see he was weak. Um, you also, though, he was he goes, Pastor Chuck, you're here. You got to talk to this guy. He was witnessing to the guy in the bed next to him. And I thought that was so cool, but I said, oh, all right, you know, and, and so I did talk to the man he was witnessing to a little bit, but then I stepped over and I said, hey, I really want to talk with you, and, and are you okay? And he goes, you know what, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going. And he goes, I, I want to say I'm shocked. He said, but I know God will take care of my wife and my boys. And uh, so he had so much faith, and I said, well, can I at least pray for you? And he's like, oh, for sure. And so I laid hands on him, and I prayed for him. And Pam and I prayed for him, and um, I'll be honest, I did. I prayed for healing. I know God could heal. I believed in it. Um, the doctors were so sure it wouldn't happen. I think that was in my mind. Uh, but Pam and I walked out, and uh, I don't think it was even the next day. I think it was that day I get a phone call, and uh, the doctors had gone in. His color had returned. They checked his heart. His heart was fine. And I mean, they had actually done the, the imaging to see that it wasn't, and now it was. And as a matter of fact, it was better than ever. And uh, it was clear, uh, one of the most incredible healings I've ever been a part of. Uh, and so I know God heals. I know God heals. So you might be going, okay, wait a minute. God does heal, and that's obvious and, and inspirational. And it is, by the way, it's inspirational. But what about the times he does it? Well, um, Doug Hughes this weekend preached on the fact that um, one of the things that Jesus is called is the eternal father. Uh, he's called the eternal father, which means, are you ready for this? Jesus is the father of eternity. So he is the one, he made everything. He not only made time, this is even wild, he made eternity and he made us to live in eternity. And uh, Jesus was talking to his friends right before he would be crucified, and he knew how hard it would be. He knew how uh, devastating it was going to be not to have him around any longer. And listen to what he said in John chapter 14. He said, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. Now listen to the last, this next part. For I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that, and here's what Jesus says, that where I am, there you may be also. Now, in that passage, Jesus is telling us some things that actually bring an answer to the question, why does not everyone get healed? Uh, and as a matter of fact, unless we're raptured, let me tell you this, at some point, whether God heals you of something or not, you're going to die. I'm going to die. But a Christian actually doesn't die. A Christian actually, uh, uh, we just change places. We go to a new place. So when we shut our eyes here, we open our eyes in heaven. And so what is Jesus saying? He says, I want you to know I'm going ahead of you 
as the father of eternity to prepare an eternal place for you to live. He goes, I even have many dwelling places because I want every single one of you to be there who know me and love me. And he said, if it weren't so, I would not have told you this, but I'm telling you, that's what I do. I'm going to go. And by the way, Jesus is preparing an amazing place for us. If, if the world he created is incredible, and I think it is, where we're going to be for all eternity is going to even be better. I heard somebody one time say, I don't know how this hits you, Tracy, that you know the Lord worked on all that we see in six days, but he's been working on our eternal dwelling for at least 2,000 years. Wow. So think about the difference in that. But here's what he says, but where I'm going, that's where I want you to be. We sometimes forget that while the Lord does want us to experience him in life here, his ultimate purpose the thing that gives him the most joy, the place he wants us to be most is with him in heaven. And uh, heaven's heaven because Jesus is there and we get to be with him, but he wants us with him. He wants us to spend time with him. He wants us to have uh, eternity with him. And so his ultimate purpose is not for people to live forever here. It's actually to have us live forever there. And so why does the Lord say no to healing some, especially believers? Uh, the answer is because they're going to a better place. Uh, it really is a better place. It's one he's worked on longer. He's put more time into, uh, I guess, in heaven, I don't know if he put time into it, but but he made it incredible. And it's a place the Bible tells us there's no more tears, no more sorrow, no more pain, no more death. Uh, nobody is uh, living in a body that's deteriorating. Uh, it's one that would be transformed in his glory. And so in the end, the Lord says, I'm not going to heal everybody here because I want you there. I want you there. Uh, matter of fact, I don't know if this is going to resonate with anybody else, but um, whenever our grandkids leave us, all I can think about is when they come to be back with us. Because as much as I want them to go and have fun, you know, and go to school and all those things, uh, I actually am preparing myself and I'm preparing my house and I'm preparing my schedule so one day they can come back and be with me. And so that's where I want them to be. Think about this. Jesus wants you to be with him. So for me, that, that's an answer that makes sense. Uh, I, I don't know if it is for you, um, but I want to tell you it's something for you to think about, pray about. But John chapter 14 is one of those places you can go to to get an answer. So get ready for this. Uh, this next weekend, I am actually bringing a message, Tracy. I think you already know this, mm -hmm. that I have been. Like when we laid out the series, I said, I want that one. It's like the one I wanted mm -hmm. more than anyone else. And I'm going to show you something very practical. I'm going to teach you something very practical. You can go home and do to experience a closer relationship with the Lord and uh, when you're in the times of turmoil to find his peace. So may God be with you. And I would even say the, uh, the Hebrew word shalom, peace. May the peace of God be with you till we all get together again. Take care. Well, I hope you guys are enjoying the Meet God series as much as I am. We are going to continue and meet God, and next week is going to be an incredible message, Pastor Chuck, that is going to preach. So come and hear that, and um, we hope you guys are having a great week. <laughs>